Lotus FM News with Sadisha Naidu. It's 8 o'clock. Good morning. Commuters using taxis in the greater Durban metropolitan are relying on trains and privately owned vehicles this morning. Taxi operators have halted their operations in protest against the impounding of their vehicles by the Metro Police. Dumisani Shange reports that there are no taxis from the Durban surrounding townships transporting workers into the city. Thousands of passengers were left stranded yesterday when taxi operations grounded to a halt. Today, there are still no taxi transporting passengers into the city. They are relying on trains and private vehicles to take them to town, which could not cope. Those who live closer to the city are just walking to work. The Wazulu Natal Taxi Alliance says they will not resume operations until there are more than 600 impounded vehicles are released by the Eteguini Metropolis. These vehicles were impounded because they do not have operating permits and operators say the provincial transport department is at fault here for not issuing operating permits. The ANC says it's still committed to media freedom. However, the chair of the party's communication committee, Minister Lindiwe Zulu, raised concerns about lack of transformation in the media and unfair coverage of the ANC. She was speaking during a discussion on media transformation hosted by the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal at the Durban City Hall last night. Zulu says they want a fair portrayal of the ANC and the government in the media. And all we are asking for in the media is that they need to be fair in their reporting. All we want is not the media to carry uh, the battles of other people. That's all we're asking for. Let, allow us to carry our battles because we've got capacity to do that. But don't join others and carry their battles to destroy us and you think we're going to sit here and think it's fine you're doing the right thing. Meanwhile, City Press editor and member of the South African Editors Forum Council, Mondli Makanya, has dismissed suggestions that there's no strong accountability system for the media. He says the Press Council's independent co-regulation, which has the public and the press participating, has been effective. Makanya encouraged people to test the existing system. Sometimes you, it will go against you, sometimes it is in any adjudication system. And ANC people who have actually used the system will tell you about basically kind of the experience that they had with the system. I mean, again, it actually has credibility with people who have actually been inside the system. And it does punish the media very harshly if we have kind of like breached the codes and, and done things wrong. The ombudsman tells you where to put the apology. In other news now, the Reserve Bank will announce tomorrow if interest rates will be going up. The Monetary Policy Committee started its three-day meeting yesterday. Most analysts are predicting no change. The MPC has a lot to consider following the U.S. Federal Reserve's decision to keep rate hikes on hold. The Reserve Bank has already increased interest rates by 25 basis points in the face of a contracting gross domestic product. Security economist Colin Garrow predicts that the bank is likely to to pause in its tightening mode. The US Federal Reserve now deciding not to hike the interest rates or rather to delay the hiking of uh, the uh, target rate. Uh, that differential, for now anyway, um, supports the carry trade currencies, supports commodities, and of course supports the rand. It gives it somewhat of a breathing space. And it has been um, to do with the volatility in the rand exchange rate. That was the concern that uh, the currency was overly volatile and it could prompt the Reserve Bank to hike uh, its policy rate. But of course now 
things are looking steadier, they are more stable, but I must say it very quickly for now. Inflation data is also due to be released tomorrow. It's expected that inflation will edge up slightly from July's 5%. Garo says the impact of the weak rand is still working its way through, but food inflation may unsettle consumers. Food and uh, petrol are the two biggest components in the uh, consumer price inflation basket. Uh, right now, food prices are moving, moving up. Um, it's unfortunate that the lower you are on the income ladder, uh, the fewer Food substitutes you've got, uh, a bag of maize meal, for example, is going to cost more. So you really can't substitute with anything else. Um, and that really is due to the exchange rate. We don't, we don't think about the impact the exchange rate has got on maize, etc. And wrapping up abroad, European Union ministers are meeting in Brussels today to try to resolve differences over how to relocate thousands of recently arrived migrants among member states. The BBC's Chris Morris reports. A group of Central European countries is still holding out against the idea of mandatory quotas for 22 EU member states. The nuclear option would be to force the issue through by a majority vote rather than by unanimous decision. But that would be almost unprecedented on an issue like this. Countries that refuse to take part or ask to be excused temporarily will face financial penalties. The original proposal was that asylum seekers would be relocated away from three frontline countries, Greece, Italy and Hungary. But Hungary doesn't want to be involved and that's added another layer of complication. Top story commuters using taxis in the Greater Durban Metropolitan are relying on trains and privately owned vehicles this morning. For Lotus FM News,